This is the PMC Podcast with Kristen Brandt and Bill Alfano. The Pan Mass Challenge, raising money for life-saving cancer research and treatment at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Now here's Kristen Brandt and Bill Alfano. You're listening to the PMC Podcast. I'm Kristen Brandt, and I'm here with my co-host and director of marketing and sponsorship at the Pan Mass Challenge, Bill Alfano. Hello, Kristen. How are you? It's good to be back. Long time, no talk. Right? It's the 2022 edition. (laughs) We had a little bit of a break on the last season, and we're getting rolling We are also back in the saddle. We are back in the saddle. I love it. All right. Who are we talking to today? We are talking to Pam Goldman. Pam is merely a 29-year volunteer, and she is the Mass Maritime Academy food crew leader. So if you've had anything to do with the PMC and you've had anything to do with the Mass Maritime Academy, and even if the only thing you did was grab like an 88 acres bar, you can thank Pam for it because that's the only way you got it. And I do. I thank them every day. All right, well, let's... (laughs) Let's take a break and we will come back with Pam. At Ropes and Gray, we have a vision that's guided by our commitment to our clients and a devotion to supporting our communities and our people. Our mission to practice with purpose drives our actions every day. And our commitment to the Pan Mass Challenge is a great example of what we mean by purpose. Supporting the Pan Mass Challenge is one of Ropes and Gray's most treasured traditions. We've had a team of cyclists from the firm in the Pan Mass Challenge every year since 2001. Collectively, Ropes and Gray riders and volunteers have raised more than $2.6 million for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Going the extra mile comes naturally to Ropes and Gray, especially when it comes to participating in the Pan Mass Challenge. Working and cycling together, we can all play a part in advancing cancer treatment and research. All right, we're here with Pam Goldman. Hello, Pam. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, so why don't we let you, we'll let you take the reins. Why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. So I am Pam Goldman and I am a 29 year volunteer of the Pan Mass Challenge, um, which is amazing. Back in the day, Billy let you start volunteering when you were two and a half or up. Ah. So I took advantage of that at the time. Um, uh, it's amazing that I was able to do anything in diapers. So, nice. um, so I live in Hopedale, Massachusetts and Hopedale. I got involved in the Pan Mass Challenge after my father was diagnosed with metastasized lung cancer, treated at Dana-Farber, and when he went unexpectedly into remission, he decided to ride in the Pan Mass Challenge in 1993 to celebrate the success of his remission. And so that's really how my family got started. That's amazing. And what is your involvement with the PMC? What have you been doing for the past 29 years? Yeah. So I started um, on the pizza team. Actually, back when I started, there was one small tent up. We've always been at Mass Maritime. There was one small tent right up by the cafeteria at Mass Maritime. And we served a whole barrage of things from, you know, raviolis to steak tips to rice. And over time, you know, where the event would have 500 people at Mass Maritime, Now it feels like, you know, there's 10 times or 20 times that number of people. So I migrated over to the pizza team. And um, when my father passed away in 2003, I assumed the team leadership role of the pizza team. And (laughs) last year I was asked to take on the food coordinator position. So I now coordinate all of the food teams 
at the Mass Maritime site. I know you're giving me that look. I can't believe I said yes either. <laughs> I, 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 as one who is a notorious overcommitter, I give you high praise for being right there on team overcommit. Nice job. <laughs> Bill, just so that we have the facts, how many people are at Mass Maritime or were, let's go pre-pandemic year. What's yeah, the no, like I mean, number? we'll put between five and 6,000 people oh, on geez, campus at Mass six, Maritime six, Academy. And uh, Pam is uh, basically now responsible for feeding all of them which is uh, sure it's a piece of cake. No pun I mean, intended. I feel like I feed that many people during the week, but it, I'm probably exaggerating just a little right. bit. So. Yeah. I but have Pam, so I... many questions because I have, I have rolled into Mass Maritime and I have dined. Um, so how many, how many people are you in charge of? Like how many people are actually feeding um, us? So it's a couple of hundred volunteers that are staggered across all of the different teams, obviously not there all at one time. Right. Um, for my position, I work with team leaders. So each food station has their own team of leaders. Um, so I coordinate through them, but I feel a kinship to all of the volunteers having been in that space for such a long period of time. And I, you know, I'm still very close to the pizza team that I led for almost 20 years and have gotten to know volunteers across the spectrum. So, you know, I could fully see myself getting behind uh, the counters and helping out where needed on the day of as well. So. so I think when people think of the Pan Mass Challenge, if you're not in it, if you're not in it, you're thinking about the riders, the thousands of riders. You're thinking about the, the, the millions of dollars. You're thinking about the kids at the Jimmy Fund Clinic. You're thinking about the doctors and researchers at Dana-Farber. If you are in the Pan Mass Challenge, as in particular as a rider, I don't know if you're thinking uh, during ride weekend, you have your inspiration, you have your reasons for riding, but you are definitely thinking about our volunteers. I mean, it is, Kristen, as a rider, um, what is that kinship, that bond? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I'm nodding my head because, you know, from the people that are feeding us the people are pointing me in the right direction so that I find the bathroom. Like they are, I, I feel like there's a, there's a real kinship between the riders and the volunteers where, you know, we're, we're all in it for the weekend. And it is one of the, I've said it before, best supported events I've ever been to. And the volunteers are a huge piece of that. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, at the end I would, of the day, we probably have close to 4,000 volunteers across when you count everything from loading registration bags to the truck drivers to PMC weekend itself, um, you know, between three and 4,000 volunteers supporting a traveling city of 6,000 plus riders. So it, you know, you just do the math and it is, it's very supportive. And what I think is really terrific is that depending upon your age, your capability level, your physical limitations, there's a job for you at the Pan Mass Challenge. You know, there are people doing a, a scope of different activities and it really is a family. I mean, I have made so many friends through the PMC riders and volunteers. You get excited um, when you are starting to talk about and you're sending your emails um, to, to see these people again. And they feel like family, you know, about babies and you know about weddings. And, you know, I think it really, there is a strong kinship. When we thank the riders at our table for riding, they say to us, all we had to do was ride a bike. If it weren't for you guys, none of this, there'd be no framework. There'd be no backbone. Right. So it's a beautiful event. And I can tell you that maybe the riders are thinking about Dana-Farber and Pedal Partners, but us volunteers really are too. There's a ton of living proof volunteers um, that are scattered throughout MMA and through the whole event weekend. 
and we hear their stories and you can't help but just feel an overwhelming you know, sense of gratitude and also, you know, support and, and love for everybody involved. That, that's what I was actually going to ask you when you, when you see on your crew that you have living proof volunteers, or when you're at the tables and you see a living proof rider come up, what, what is, you know, 29 years in Pam, what does that still do for you when, when you see that, that di- that designation of living proof? Well, I mean, I can tell you for me, so my father had a terminal diagnosis and no chance we were planning his funeral. And when I say that, I'm not exaggerating in the least. Dr. Sig Tischler, who I'm sure has since retired um, from Dana-Farber, you know, said, you know, Bob, we'll, we'll put you on this trial with, you know, this immunotherapy drug, but your chances are zero. And that she stuck with him and threw all of this stuff at someone who she felt had no chance. And he pulled through and he got another 13 amazing years before, um, you know, before passing away. I, I think of that. I see these people and I think someone at Dana-Farber took a chance. You know, not everybody has a clear cut disease and diagnosis and treatment path. A lot of people, A to B is a long, curvy, treacherous, exhausting, um, you know, journey where there's many times where they could give up and to see them with that pin on and know that whatever was thrown at them, they fought through it and that they were supported by this unbelievable extended family of the Pam Ash challenge. It's, you know, maybe breathtaking is the wrong word, but it is a really overwhelming feeling that I tell friends and family and coworkers, you've never been a part of anything that feels for better or worse, like what the PMC feels like. And all someone has to do is come and be a part of it in some small way once, and they always come back. Well, I was going to say, I, you know, I obviously was aware of riders coming back year after year after year, but it wasn't until like my first or maybe my second, probably my second PMC when I started paying attention to other things. And I wasn't so scared of what I had just signed up for, right. Where you're like, oh, this is their 20th year as a volunteer. This is it. You know? So it's, I, I think that there's a, a strong, a tradition of volunteers returning time and time again, as there are riders. I think our group has, is really family oriented. And as I think about all of the teams, at least on food, I think of barbecue, I think of salad, I think of chowder and corn. They're all, you know, families that have become extended families over the years. And again, it's really, it's amazing. Hands down. The big potato crew is my favorite. Steven and Abby, like that whole group um, in 2018, it was a downpour, which you probably remember. Sure And, um, me and a couple of my buddies wound up at the at the baked potato chili um, station. They needed a couple people to help out, and they could first of all they couldn't have been more welcoming, and they just could not have been a better group of people, fun family. Like they're still maybe my favorite people to see um, every every year during PMC weekend at MMA. And I know you're and close s- with that. Group, yes. Obviously. So yeah. So Steven Siegel and my father were best friends. So Steven. Um, and his family were one of the, you know, were the family that committed that they were going to keep, you know, Bob's legacy going. And all these years later, you know, we're all still here. And I grew up with them as a child. So it's obviously been a lifetime connection before there was PMC. But, it, you know, now that we've gotten older and, so, you know, all moved in our own directions, we still have the PMC to unify us every year, which is really nice. So. All right. I got a couple quick questions for you, Pam. You ready? Like first thing I that am comes rapid to mind. fire. Let's go. Yep. What is the most desire food crew job at the mass maritime Academy? Well, I would say in terms of 
getting dirty, it's probably being on the snack and drink team because you're not dealing with any live exposed food. Um, but I would say, uh, I, I don't know. I think the pizza team is pretty fun to be on. I'm not biased at all. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> uh, for everyone that can't see this, cause it's only there. She is winking. It's, Oh, I was, yes, that was, a, that was a, that was a virtual wink, but, um, you know, I think again, all of the food crews fill, I mean, it is a really fun, engaging, interactive experience where you get to really you know, you get to see Billy Starr and you get to see Dave Hellman and you get to see all of these people that are in the hierarchy of Pan Mass. But then you also get to see all the riders and the other volunteers and you get to talk to them and ask them how the ride was, um, which, you know, for some of the other crews at MMA, although they're all meaningful and so important, those food crews and these riders are hungry as heck. Yeah. So they're as happy to see you as you are to see is, them. Is there a least desired food crew job? Do we want to talk about that? What's the hardest um, one to fill? Well, I would say probably the most challenging, I won't ah. say the least desirable. Let's say one of the most challenging has to be working those barbecues because that sure. smoke, yes. that smoke, if that wind hits and, you know, there's no ship this year at MMA. So that wind is going to be coming right at us. So, you know, those are, that's a smoky, uh, that is a lot of, and they a, don't stop yes. on that, that year you were just talking about where there was like water rivers coming rivers. through the tent. Yes. They were still out there grilling. Like it yeah. was More. really impressive. What, what time, what is the first time report time start time on Saturday of PMC weekend for the food crew? So the, so the designated first start time is 9am, but oh, I can okay. tell you that my volunteers are there by seven and, sure. and most of the morning volunteers are, <laughs> it's sort of a funny thing actually. So I got to give a shout out to Bob Cobb and the folks from the MMA kitchen that are hugely integral partners of the PMC. They open up their kitchen to us for the whole weekend. Bob is an unbelievable resource and his team. Um, and in, in addition to letting us use the kitchen and ordering a ton of the food for us, they also let us use spatulas and tongs and yeah. other items from their kitchen. And so it's, you know, it's sort of become, you ever seen like the amazing race? Sure. People are rushing into that kitchen to try to get the supplies <laughs> that they need for their table. And, you know, the early bird gets the worm. So if you want the spatulas and the pizza cutters and the, then you need to get there early. So it's like early. I mean, it's like earlier and earlier every year. It's not even light out. And you're like, oh, my, my God, people are waiting to get in. So um, but again, it's a it's huge commitment. Um, and we get a lot of people first thing in the morning. I don't know if you know how much of that is people trying to avoid the traffic, the cave sure. traffic on a Saturday sure. morning. But uh, the Dunkin Donuts is out and ready. And so in the morning, there's the volunteer of the, the week. But you guys are already talking about your planning now. Yeah. So we started planning, um, last August, um, we started, you know, emailing team leads, at least in my, you know, the food area, just to make sure everybody was comfortable coming back. You know, this is, I mean, even though we're, we're through COVID and we're, you know, last year was obviously a very reimagined, much smaller scale event. Um, you know, there's still considerations and you want to make sure people feel comfortable being a part of it and being around folks. So just making sure we had a solid team, to support, you know, food as we came into the 2022 event, staying in contact with folks, you know, we're trying to streamline and create new processes, which are going to make managing the event for our team leaders even easier. And, you know, ultimately create a better experience for all of the riders and other volunteers that come through our stations. So we've been meeting with our teams, both virtually and in person pretty regularly. And we'll continue to do that between now and the event. Um, you know, and I think, you know, just as like, like anything else, right. Strong, solid communication 
limits the amount of mistakes and oversights that you're going to have the weekend of. And this is the first full event since 2019. That's right. You know, the people that are listening can believe it. Uh, It's hard for me to believe. And so we want to make sure that people's first experience back is, for lack of a better term, just a magical experience. Delicious. What is the favorite food item? What is the food item that if you had 30 tractor trailers of it, it still wouldn't be enough. Is there such an item? Well, I can tell you that the most requested items are the chowder. People love the chowder. I think burgers, grilled burgers and chicken. I think the pizza is pretty important to people. And and honestly, I think there's a lot of vegans and vegetarians that really, those baked potatoes and chili are really important. And, you know, it's interesting because way back in the day, the event was a little bit slower, right? You know, it, it didn't all sort of come to a head at the same time. We get this huge rush now, the majority sure. of people coming in all one time. And so we didn't really used to ever run out of food. Now we, we do. We cook until we run out of food. And then, you know, unfortunately, you've got a lot of folks that are coming in later and you want to make sure you have stuff from that for them. So, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, a peanut butter or tuna fish sandwich to somebody that's been riding all day is the best thing they've ever eaten in their entire life. We're so, like a pack of locusts. We just come we just right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, you've got your carnivores and you've got your vegetarians and, you know, that salad bar is great. People get really creative. I give them credit. You know, you see you see concoctions with the food and you're just like, wow, people are motivated. So I heard that if I brought up sweet potatoes in the wrong uh, group oh. of people, it could be a big a, a fight would break out. Is well, that- I'm I'm team sweet potato. And yeah. I'd be curious for the pan masters that are listening to this podcast to to let us know, because, uh, you know, I'm team sweet potato. Yeah. But but, you know, how much decorating do you need to do on a sweet potato? I, I've it heard was it's, born- very, it's very controversial. I've heard. Yeah, this, this it was born brilliant, problem. but it is controversial. People <laughs> like their white potatoes. And I'm not you know, I'm not picking us. I'm not team Brad or Angelina on this. You <laughs> I I'm, gonna tell you, I'm team white potato. I like a plain old potato. That's my favorite stop is the potato bar. That's my favorite one when I get there, but I certainly wouldn't fault anyone for wanting a sweet potato. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very controversial, Kristen. It, it is. Yeah. It's a hot, oh, it, is, yeah. it was a hot button topic at our um, team leader topic. leading. <laughs> yes. A hot potato topic last week at our team lead meeting. And I think Lynn got the message. I think we're going to stick with white potatoes for 22, but the verdict's out for 23. So, so again, let us Glenn, know. This is, I only have two, two more for you. Speaking of Glenn, okay? <laughs> he does a pretty good job, right? He gets us a lot of stuff, a lot of supplies. But is there like an item that the food crew, you, Pam, that you would be the hero of all the PMC? Realistic, we can't give everybody a four-pound lobster, obviously, even though that'd be nice. But is it, what are we missing? Is there one item that we, <laughs> we'll go to Kristen next. Her hand is up. Are we missing anything? You know, I don't think so. I mean, I would say where we had some holes was what we were providing to our volunteers to support their teams. So this year, what we did is we did put team kits together to help support our volunteer crews, the stuff that they had a hard time getting a hold of potholders, you know, simple first aid items, pocket knives, Sharpies, you know, what you you don't think about maybe as a rider as just a common person is that there's a lot of food allergies out there. Yep. So making sure that we have ways to advertise what's in food so that we don't have medical emergencies. One year we had pizzas that had pesto and people weren't connecting that there was a nut in there. That's so, me. That's yep. me. I was yeah. going to ask how much some of this has changed both between dietary just preferences and then 
um, actual like allergies, you know? Well, you know, I would say not that much because, you know, we are a volunteer, we are a, an, or a not-for-profit organization. Right. And so while we certainly buy food as needed, we rely a lot on donations in order to support the events, because of course, hundred percent of all the rider raise money is going to the PMC, but there are administrative costs to running this enormous event. And so we do try to limit that spending where we can, and we are, you know, so grateful for what we receive from our sponsors. And so a lot of those items are staple items that we get every year. I think we're more conscientious about letting folks know, and we get asked more what's in the veggie burgers, right. what's in the chili. Can you tell me what's in the chowder? So we're more conscientious about ingredients and we make sure that our volunteers are aware, you know, if you have a nut allergy, you shouldn't have this. We just try to make sure that we are being good communicators so that we can try and avoid any, you know, incidents, somebody having an allergic reaction to food, but there's right. a great medical you know, team that's on site if that happens. But, you know, we would like there to be no medical incidents at any PMC, be them so, from, they from food or anything else. As a 10 year PMC employee, this will be my 11th PMC on staff. And I get reminded almost daily that it still makes me a newbie, basically, right? A rookie. So <laughs> I, I believe that there are some off menu items that if I just knew how to order the right way at the right place, that like the day you mentioned a Dave Hellman or a Billy or Michelle Summer, that they have access to these items. It is, you know, is there <laughs> right. something like that? that like this, the speakeasy room that has the surf and turf? Yes. Like, I is there, am I, am I, am I and all us other 10 year or less people? Um, do we have access to everything that, you know, I just need to know this. <laughs> yeah. So, so I would say, yes. I mean, I can tell you that volunteers mm. try to get creative in their offerings. Like I know the pizza team, We'll try and smuggle some vegetables from the salad team to try it and spice up sure. some of the pizzas and make them make them, you know, add some vegetables into the pizzas. And I know that the sweet potato, the sweet potato. Oh, oh my goodness. Steven's coming whoa. for me. Oh. The baked potato team. Uh, they'll they will mash your potato upon request. So if you want to do a mashed potato, they've got the gloves. They'll mash it up and you put the butter and sour cream and bacon bits in there. And it's like a little Amazing. plate of heaven. But uh, no, there's no secret ingredients. Okay. You know, unless you want to order them in and then, Bill, you let me know where you're going to be sitting and I will come join you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 good with that. Um, yeah, those gloves are incredible. The hot gloves are yep. incredible. You can reach your hand into anything and then you're fine with them. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know, I know as a writer, it's the mornings I struggle with. And there's probably nothing that can be done about the fact that it takes me about an hour before I want to eat. And we've already left. Like, Oh, you mean I, on Sunday morning or, yeah, at you know, cause like I, I, well, no, I like sleep, you know, you wake up at mass maritime, you walk around, you're like, I'm not ready. Like I almost need one of those bags. What was cool about the last two years is, or last year, right. We got a bag, we were done yep. and they handed us a bag with some snacks. I kind of need that bag this year and I can that way well, I can I start can. eating like a, and you know, after I get over the bridge and my stomach's like, what are we doing? Yep. Well, I can certainly, now? I can take that back, Kristen. I mean, I can tell you the breakfast crew arrives at MMA at 1145 PM. If you can believe they, it. So I was about to ask when yeah. do they get there? Well, they have a great story themselves, correct? Yep. Yeah. What, so what are, yes. what's their name? Don't they have a special name that they oh, go you by? Know, well, Vampires? you know what, Bill? So this is my first year at a full event as the Got food it. crew leader. So okay. I actually, I don't know what their name is, but I'll tell you what, they're hella committed. If yeah. they're getting there at 1145 and working through the night, yeah. um, we finished breaking down the dinner meal service by about 8 p.m. 
Okay. Um, have dinner ourselves and we get, you know, an hour and 30 minutes to close our eyes before we're, you know, getting back and helping the breakfast crew. So, you know, I have to give them a lot of credit. That is a largely, you know, I'm so grateful. And of course the riders are grateful, but there's no fanfare. There's no band playing. It's definitely a different. And I feel now that you, as we're talking about it, I'm reflecting on like, (laughs) there's no like, thank you. It's more like coffee, (laughs) coffee, coffee. Right. So yes, ride my bike now. Well, I was just going to say, you know, not that we're at the end, but if there's one thing that people could take away, I would say, you know, gosh, these volunteers really care so much and, and, and work so hard. And so you know, I know everyone appreciates the volunteers. Sometimes the volunteers maybe come off a little bit like unsung heroes, because again, the fanfare is surrounding the money raised and the donation made to the, you know, to Dana Farber and the support for the Jimmy fund and the, and the volunteers aren't always raising money, but man, they're raising spirits. They're raising morale. You know, they're keeping things going. And and I couldn't be prouder to be a part of you yeah. know, I'm lucky if I want to get in my car and ride 92 miles, let alone <laughs> get on a bike. So I could never do the rider piece, but I'm, you know, I am so proud of all of the volunteers that I don't think we'd let you at this point. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that you, wouldn't work out well for us. Right. No. Yeah. You no, guys no. almost need your own finish line. You finished your, your shift and you cross through. We have a photographer. We have the whole night. Yeah. Like you well, guys need I, your own. Yeah. I propose this year that we're going to hopefully start up a why volunteer hashtag um, for PMC 22, because again, the stories are similar. You know, I, I had a father who ultimately lost his battle to cancer and, and I, you know, lost my brother-in-law recently to cancer. And, you know, so everyone's got a story, whether you're able to ride a bike and raise money or whether you're able to hand out t-shirts or whether you fix bikes or whether you treat people for serious injuries or give massages or serve food or anything in between. We all have really important stories. And if we didn't have that to bring us all together, there'd be no event. So well, and, and why I PMC, that's why it's called why I PMC and not why I ride. Um, yeah. You know, you know, the work of the volunteers is critical. And you're right there. It's the motivating factors. The inspirational factors are, are all the same. If someone's listening, that isn't a part of the PMC. There are still spots open for volunteering yes, for PMC ma'am. weekend. And so I would say you know, it may sound intimidating, right? Oh, you're working with ovens, you're working with knives, there's flames, there's smoke, child's play. I mean, we can find a job. (laughs) We can find a job for anyone. We've got, I've got folks on my pizza team that are in their nineties that sit in a chair and open pizza boxes and really feel like they're a part of things. It doesn't have to be the same. Yeah, because absolutely, because they are a very important, you know, piece of the, of the, event. And so you shouldn't be intimidated by the length of the day or the physical aspect of the day. We can find a position for anybody that wants to put in a, an honest, hard day's work in support of an unbelievable cause that, you know, as we've always say, cancer doesn't discriminate. And if you're not out there to support for it today, it could be you or a family member tomorrow. We all need to be a part of the solution. Pam, one moment, one, do you have anything, one from 20 over 29 years that still stands out to you for some reason? You mean from the event? Yeah. Um, you know, all, I guess I would say the most, you know, I know you've only been here a measly 10 years, Bill, yeah. but, yeah. um, I've only from, been here seven. I don't know. Oh. I'm going to go. 
I, I'm just going to sit over here. Yes. <laughs> newborns. But what we've been saying since I started was that it never rains on the PMC. So yeah. everybody knows it never rains on the PMC. If you're going to plan your wedding, you should plan it on PMC Saturday because it never rains on the PMC, except when it does. Right. And <laughs> so I remember being in the tent um, when a massive uh, deluge came through and we actually lost the tent in the middle of the event. It, it collapsed on us. Um and, you know, you're thinking to yourself, it was like a Titanic moment. Like, this isn't really going to happen, is it? Um, it did. And luckily, um, although we've had rain since then, we we haven't had rain like that again. And I'm grateful. But every time I check the forecast, I think to myself, God, I hope those poles are in there uh, nice and tight. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's hard because when it rains, you got to keep grills going yeah. and you've got to keep ovens lit. And that is easier said than done when you're working on propane and generators and, you know, I, I give, I, for, you know, you probably don't know Scott Axtell. He um, is my right hand. He is such a huge part of our, our crew at MMA, making sure that everything stays lit and functioning, that everyone has the supplies at their team stations that they need. Without him, we would literally be lost. I know that people say that about everyone, but Scott, if you're listening, you are literally the man. Um, and, you know, thank God for him that day going around, you know, putting his arms over things to just to get a, a spark so we could keep ovens going and food coming out. It was really a hero. It was a heroic effort. So I would say that stuck out. All the rest of them have been beautiful and perfect. So, I mean, there's been moments <laughs> that have been challenging. You know, I was sad to be a part of, you know, um, you know, some serious accidents at PMC that stick out in my mind, but for the most part, it's been just a blur of just fabulous you know, almost 30 years of memories. Well, thank, thank you for what you do. And I don't think I've ever said this to anybody before. I hope you never ride. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think I've ever said that to anyone. And um, we will be putting out uh, Pam's uh, phone number. If everyone wants to text their order ahead of time coming into MMA, it should be no problem. She'll be. Well, I was to, also, I'm going to give you my credit card number too. Credit card number. Yep. And social security number will be coming with. And if you see me walking around, you know, the campus, um, you know, I'll be there Thursday to, to Sunday. You know, again, my name is Pam Goldman. I invite you to come up and introduce yourself. I'd love to hear your stories. And, you know, I'm happy to share mine. And I think that, you know, it should feel like family to everyone that participates. And if it doesn't, then sort of as these head volunteers, we're not doing our job. So I personally want to make you feel welcome. And I hope you come find me and, and say hello. The PMC Podcast is supported by Sundance Sports Marketing, putting your ideas into action at sundansports.com. All right, we're back. And that was so nice to meet Pam. I'm yeah. so excited um, to, I, I love the great potato debate. If someone is interested in volunteering, yes. what should they do? So it's simple. Just go to pmc.org, pmc.org. Uh, volunteer positions are available. You can click right on volunteer, show you what's available. There's things leading into PMC weekend. There's obviously a bunch of positions during PMC weekend, different times, different locations, different days. Um, find one that works for you. We would love to have you as part of the PMC volunteer family. Teenagers welcome. I believe so. I think different positions have different age restrictions. Okay. Um, but I think the quick answer to that is yes. Right. So if you're National Honor Society, Boy Scout, Girl Scout, your high school is looking for volunteer time, yes. PMC could be a really good option for you. Totally. If you have any questions that you can't find on the website, honestly, you can email 
Justine, justine at pmc.org. She heads up all of our volunteer efforts and um, she's amazing. She'll get right back to you and let you know what's going on and what you can do. All right. Well, then we're going to wrap this up for show notes and links. People can go where? pmc.org. Find everything all right. there. Um, if you like the show, leave a review, tell three friends, tell yes. some writers, tell some volunteers, or you can leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting service. That's it. And thank you to all of our volunteers. We appreciate everything you do. You are so necessary for making this weekend happen. Thank you. With your help, we're getting closer by the mile. 